What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. Yeah, baby. It's a Fantasy Cops kind of mailbag. What's going on, everybody? Adam Azer with Dan Schneier here. Just us two. Talking fantasy and giving you your updated news. We got news on the Packers and Bucks receivers. We got news on Justin Herbert. This is Friday afternoon at 1.50 p.m. as we record. If you're listening on Saturday, you probably know all this news by now, but we'll also uh, do some fantasy cops a little bit later. Good afternoon, Dan. What's up, man? What's up, Adam? We're both pretty excited today because for the first time in a while, well, I'm excited because I'm going to finally get to meet Adam Azer, though I did, again, already meet him before, <laughs> yep. but he doesn't remember this. I remember it vividly. It, it had Obviously, it held a big place in my heart. It, it did nothing for him, but <laughs> Monday night, we're both going to the Giants-Cowboys game. We're excited because Adam and me were talking about this before the pod. Neither of us have been to a live game for the Giants, and like for him, it's like five years. For me, probably as long, so... There's different reasons why he's even more excited for the game that I've learned that I cannot reveal right now and we won't be talking about on this podcast. But listen, I can't wait to see the guy over there and give him some give him some hell because the Oreo take from last show, last <laughs> show it, it still reigns true that I was correct on that one. And all I know is I'm 2-0 and against Adam in Tuesday night polls. Uh, that might be true. I also know that you and I are facing off in one of our leagues, and I oh, started is that the, one of the leagues I'm two and zero in. Yeah, it is. I started the oh, Browns that's because every single one of the leagues I'm in, I'm two and zero. Browns DST, baby. I got that garbage. Oh, you touchdown. got that luck box TD. Of course you did. There you go. But I also had Kareem Hunt. So frustrating with Kareem Hunt oh, gets nice. stopped at the one yard line twice in a row, and Nick Chubb yes. comes in and gets the job done. Vultures it. Yeah. All right. Let's get some news and notes going here. Your emails are at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. We had so many Apple podcast questions. I unfortunately was not able to read all of or get all of them on the show, but I did get the majority of them on. Thank you for those five-star reviews. They're very important for us. News and notes. Julio Jones could be a game-time decision. Cole Beasley could play this week for the Bucs. Alan Lazard wants to play, but he may not. He did practice on Friday, but the Packers are going to have to give him the green light. Christian Watson also practiced. David Bakhtiari, left tackle. He practiced on Friday for the Packers. Hopefully he can get out there. 
They've said that uh, they need to get Romeo Dobbs more involved. Is there any wide receiver in this Bucks packers game, Dan, that you'd want to start this week? <laughs> That's a really good question. As far as starting goes, no. I feel like it's going to be impossible to predict. I think this game is going to go way under. I remember we talked about it, I think, on Monday's show, or maybe it was Tuesday's stream, where it was like, we, we couldn't even believe how low the under was. And I think it's dropped a half point since then, so I wouldn't start any receivers in this. All right. How about uh, James Conner, game-time decision? against the Rams. So we'll see what happens there. He's a number two running back if he plays, and if he doesn't play, Daryl Williams is a number three running Desperation. back. Desperation. Yeah. yeah. Rashad Bateman missed practice today for a personal issue, but he will play, and so will Devin Duvernay. He's back mm. out of the concussion protocol. Justin Herbert is not certain to play. No. So what do you what do you make of that? If he, if he didn't play, how much would it change things for you? Well, it does change a lot for me. I, I'm a... Any league, I didn't get one of the big three tight ends, and I have Gerald Everett, so that's a big problem. Because I don't want to play Gerald Everett with Chase Daniel. I, 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 it, it downgrades every single one of those players, including the only person who might benefit from it would be an Eckler type because they might lean on him even more, especially in the short passing game. Yeah, I, I let's hope it doesn't happen. I don't want to have to answer questions. Do I start Mike Williams? Or <laughs> I know, I know. Garrett Wilson, or even worse than that, you know. So let's just It'll hope he plays. Kick, yeah. Uh, and Keenan Allen hopefully will play as well. Mm -hmm. And Buffalo's defense is really beat up. You know, yep. Tua's start percentage right now, I, I speculated it would be close to 70%, but I think Slower. I'm way off because as of right mm -hmm. now, it's in the 20s. That was after, you know, that's on Friday. And people set their lineups, you know, they set their lineup for Thursday. Right. So I don't know what it's going to be, but I suspect most fantasy players say, well, he's placing the Bills. They're amazing. They might still be, but... Their defense is so beat up. They might be out, be without both starting safeties. At least one's going to be out. They're beat up up front. One of their cornerbacks is going to be out. So it could be basically all backups in the secondary. And uh, I wonder how you feel about Tua Tungavailoa. I think one thing people are looking at a little too, I guess, in-depth into is the scores of the Bills-Dolphins games from last year. They're saying, oh, look at how little, you know, look at how bad it was for Miami's offense last year. I'm like, well, guess what? It's a completely different offensive system. So I can't, I got to throw it all out. Not to mention different system and they didn't have Tyreek Hill on the field. So I throw all that out. I'm kind of with you. I think Tua is a better start. It's definitely worth more starting in more than 20% of leagues. That's obvious. Yeah, it's up to 26 right now. And 26. I would start Derek Carr over Tua uh, against the Titans. I would start Cousins against the Lions, but I would start Tua over Wentz. I would start Tua over Brady and Rodgers. I'm the only yeah. person who likes Russell Wilson this week. I would start Wilson over Tua. How do you feel about Wilson this week? Sunday night against the Niners. <sighs> yeah. What do we know on the Judy status? We think he's out, right? I haven't seen anything good about yeah. Jerry Judy, so I'm There's assuming nothing out. good about that. And they're like, it's not just that Hamler's also probably out. So Hamler's been practicing. Actually, he might play, but might play, but I, I think probably limited. I don't love Russell Wilson this week. I actually think D'Amico Ryan's the 49ers defensive coordinator is the most underrated defensive coordinator in the NFL. And I love what he does. So I think that's going to be a bad game for Russell Wilson. Okay. Uh, so you'd start two over him. I would start two over him. There's almost no better feeling than sinking into the couch for a long Sunday of football. But you know what's even better? Watching football on Sunday and having the chance to win free cash. With CBS Sports Football Pick'em, you can do just that. Get into the action this week to show off your knowledge with the chance to win the $1,000 weekly prize and the $100,000 jackpot. Get started now at cbssports.com play.
cbssports.com slash play. Or if you're on the CBS Sports app, click more, the more menu. Once again, that's cbssports.com slash play. Or on the CBS Sports app, click more. No purchase necessary. See rules for details. Hmm. Time for Apple Podcast questions. This comes from Michigan97. Should I trade Michael Pittman for Joe Mixon? We would, I mean, again, with these types of questions, we need context. Guys, we need to know there. your running back situation. We need to know your wide receiver position, it's situation. There. It's but right there. Having said that, yes, you should do it. He has Amandre St. Brown, Justin oh, Jefferson, he, and Cortland Sutton, and his running backs aren't good. So, yes, you should do it. Yeah, well, then that's. You yeah, should do it anyway. Give me a break. Mix it ahead anyway, of Anyway, Adam, in yes. a full PPR league, that's an anyway for you. Mixon is. Yeah, Mixon's going to catch some passes. He's this. What? When does Mixon ever catch passes? Week one. Buddy, I know he did. He did. He did. Yeah, and he caught, caught a <laughs> he lot of passes at the end of the year. He's among the leaders sure. in routes run among running backs. Um, he's Joe Mixon. He's a twenty-five touch running back. Maybe not a twenty-touch running back. Come on, come on, Schneier. Did you read Ben Solak's article this week in the in the Ringer about that Bengals offense? No, it was not pretty. It's not the Sum offensive it up. line. That's from everything I've heard. It's not the offensive line. It's Burrow right now. That's the summary. Burrow is not playing good football. Mm. He can't figure out how to beat the too high look, which is the same thing that struggled, you know, yeah, same yep. thing that Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen struggled with for like a six game stretch last year. So That's I think right. they'll figure it out, but right. it could be a few more ugly games. You know, who's going to benefit from that. Oh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Yeah. <laughs> he should. Seriously. Uh, this is from Dre Dub sucker. 16 team PPR. I had Trey Lance. Wow. All right. He, this is a, a lot of names here. So he gave up Tua. Justin Jefferson. Tua Jefferson. Just James Conner, AJ Dillon. Okay. And I won't even read the rest. Um, he got back Josh Allen, Leonard Fournette, Miles Sanders, Allen Lazard. No. Yes, I don't like that. I do. What do you mean? Yes, you like that? Such a quarterback upgrade. Going he from just Tua to Justin Allen. Jefferson. He got Leonard Fournette. No, he gave Connor got Fournette and lost Jefferson for Lazard. But he did get Fournette. He he Fournette, Fournette and, for Connor. Well, it doesn't matter who it's for. The yes, upgrade we're comparing what the trade is. So we lose, a, we gain a little at running back. We gain a little. We gain a decent amount of quarterback. Yeah, and we lose everything at receiver. Here. <laughs> we lose everything. He also got Miles Sanders. He gave up AJ Dillon. Yeah, that's even worse. I'd rather AJ Dillon. Man, than Miles Josh Allen though is just like incredible. Not, what is this? A one quarterback league? Yeah, I'm out. I'm out on this trade. All right. All right. He still has DJ Moore, Traylon Burks, and Daryl Henderson. Don't give up Justin Jefferson or Cooper Cup if you have them on your team, unless you get insane amount offered. You need a top five player to give those guys up. All right, this is for, you know, honestly, Josh Allen might be a top five player. Not in one quarterback league. 16-team league. If you think that, then you should be taking him uh, at next year, Adam, in our mock drafts in, in the round one, which you never do, or round two. Don't challenge me like that. This is for John. <laughs> This is from Jonathan. Can we get a boxing match between Adam and Heath? You could you could charge five dollars to watch and donate the proceeds. Wait, now there's Adam Heath beef that I don't know about. Oh, Adam Heath beef or beef has been going on for years. Absolutely. I feel like there's all, all sorts of beef, FFT beef that I don't know about. Most imaginary. Let's just be clear about that because we know sometimes people think that, or most for fun. I'm saying sometimes people think it's real. It's not. But the Adam Heath beef, that one is a, that one might be something I need to look a, a few years ago. To. I called him an idiot moron on the show what? because he what? dropped, he dropped, <laughs> he dropped Carson Wentz back when okay. I thought Carson Wentz was good. 
He dropped Carson Wentz for that wide receiver on the Jets who had a neck injury that unfortunately ended his career. Oh, oh, oh. Um, um, Quincy Anuma. Yeah, Anunua. yeah. He dropped Carson Wentz for Quincy Anuma in a 10-team league. And I, w- I was like, he did it on the air. And I just <laughs> lost my mind. <laughs> Aren't you the same guy who once dropped Justin Jefferson his rookie season for like nothing? For Peyton Barber. Yeah. <laughs> did he, he lose his mind on he you had when six that target. Happened? Well, we shared a team. That's the thing. He did it on oh, our team. Oh, that I completely understand. Yeah, yeah, understand. yeah. He did, on our that's team, he, he dropped Carson Wentz for Quincy Anuma on the air. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Here's the question from Jonathan. Yes, we can get a boxing match going on, except uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I'll be participating in it. Start <laughs> a running back, a wide receiver, and a flex in PPR. The running backs are Dylan, Robinson, and Clyde. Okay. Running back, receiver. The running backs are Dylan, Robinson, James Robinson, I assume, and Clyde. We need one of those. Yeah. I have an unpopular take on that one. Oh, I'm going to go Clyde. Yeah, I'm going to go Dylan. I Dylan. figure most people will probably go Clyde. Bucks. Yeah, their run defense hasn't been very good. I don't know what to make of it, but I just think they're going to try to run, run, run so much. And I do think he'll be more involved in the passing game. I remember he had a ton of catches in week one. But that's fine. Yeah. Most people take no. Clyde, so go for Clyde. Uh, Jerry Judy's it. back practicing. He's stretching, so good Ooh, sign there. Stretching. Um, now we need a wide receiver. Curtis Samuel, Allen Robinson, Jerry Judy, Drake London. No, for now, let's just say Judy's. We can't put him in because we don't know if he's going to play. I would go Drake London there. The use of Drake London, man. There is some. There is reason to believe that you should be buying high on Drake London right now. And I know he's had two good weeks, so it is a buy high, but the usage rates for him are absurd right now. Yeah. Uh, so London would be the wide receiver, and then the flex would be Judy if he plays. Mm-hmm. And for me, it'd be Dylan if he doesn't. Uh, this is PPR or no? Uh-huh. Yes? Yes. Full? Yes. Okay. Well, then, no, it's definitely not going to be Dylan for me. Let me just hear the other receiver options. Do you not have the notes? I emailed them to you, didn't I? <laughs> I did. Well, listen, listen, They're Adam, Curtis I Samuel, have... Allen Robinson. Hold on. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Okay. Uh, Curtis Samuel for me. Okay. Especially full PPR. Chef Joel Christie needs some help in a half PPR league. RB2 and a yeah. flex from the following Jeff Wilson, Damian Pierce, Rashad Penny. Give me the RB2. <sighs> RB2 and a flex. Jason. Jeff Wilson for me. Same. And then okay. a, a flex, Pierce, Penny, Juju, Dotson, Noah Brown. Pierce, Penny, Juju, Dotson, Noah Brown. That is, what? can we flex one of these first guys? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Damon Pierce, Pierce. Yeah, Wilson and Pierce. Danny has a trade question. Wow, we agreed. Let's go. We Adam. did. Who would you rather have after week two, Sutton or Fournette? Uh, yeah, for me, it depends on if it's his full PPR or not. I know actually me and Adam actually had a similar debate, I think on Tuesday's show, I go sudden. I'm sure it's for net for you, right? Adam. Yes. It's for net. I don't understand. And like it's probably the right answer, by the way. It is the right answer. If you were drafting, not definitely, don't say it. If you were drafting, if you were drafting today, like when would you, d- at what round is the first running back come off the board? Jonathan Taylor is what? Like round four or five for you? No, I'm still taking JT. I, I had, per- there were, here were the running backs. I thought presented decent value at their price this year. Taylor, McCaffrey, Barkley, Fournette, Swift, um, and I was okay on Javante Williams. Out of the top backs, those are the only ones I thought presented value. So Fournette was in that, and so I think ultimately Fournette is a good pick. The problem is a lot has changed since I liked for, since the drafts from Fournette. 
Left tackle Donovan Smith, yeah, he might be back this week, but he's playing hurt. They've lost multiple players as wide receiver position. So overall, that offense is just not functioning the way I needed it to be for Fournette to be the value that I want him to be. That's short term, in my opinion. Maybe, but I mean, look, we don't know if Godwin's injury is going to linger. We don't know if this Julio at this point, like, right. I mean, you liked him in the pre-draft process. I think I'm totally out on that take because he's this guy's just always hurt at this. He's just yeah. body is breaking down. Right, here's a question from Adam. 12-team, three-wide receiver. Uh, Did you read this one just because it was an Adam? Yeah. No. I thought so. Currently, all right, he's in a 12-team, three-receiver, and PPR flex, uh, and sorry, and flex, full PPR league. Start two of the following. At least one has to be a wide receiver. Miles Sanders, Daryl Henderson, Jeff Wilson, Robbie Anderson, Chris Olave, and Drake London. First, would you say that was the worst joke I ever attempted to make on FFT history? I would. The ask Adam you. thing? That Adam thing was so bad. It could have been worse. I don't know if I've ever done worse than that. Maybe you've not me, but <laughs> <laughs> I need to start two, at least one receiver. Drake London. Um, London, for sure, as far as, but he needs to start two. So yeah, there's an London easy, easy and, one. London and Wilson for me, or London and Sanders. Yeah, London and Sanders, London and no, Sanders, Sanders for, for sure. This is You're from... going to be right on that Sanders thing, Adam. I hope so. He's all he has I to know. do is stay healthy. He looks good, man. He looks good. Well, the Eagles offense is just tremendous. Yeah. This is from, what is this? Dennis, Punky, Zach, and Steve. No idea. Yeah, Dennis, Punky, Zach, and Steve. I do. Is, not any, know. is anyone ever good at these, Adam? Like, is anyone on our staff good at these? Like, nailing these every time? Yeah, if you have Google. <laughs> no, no. I mean, without Google. No, I wouldn't say nail it every time. All right, Ben's question. We have a league mate that puts Michael Gallup on IR when he's ruled out, and then he leaves Gallup in the IR when he's upgraded to questionable. Does this player have to put him out of the IR to use the roster spot when he's questionable? The site allows for it, so I tell the league, everyone can do it, so I do not deem it illegal. And P.S., I am that player. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ben, I am a big believer in whatever the site allows, you allow. And if you have an issue with that, because here's the thing. We used to, in my league, try to do this whole thing where you would police it and you'd be like, oh, if he's not on IR, he's on our." That led to so many problems because people, who's going to track all that, right? Like, who's going to sit there? It would be your job, I guess, is commission. And that's not fair to the commission. So I think whatever the site allows should go. I think that's a very lazy approach to it. And it gets you to the wrong conclusion because, no, Michael Gallup should not be in an IR spot. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, then fix it on this, like... Well, I guess he can. If you're on CBS, you can fix that. Police that, Adam. If you're on CBS, you can make it so that only players on IR or pup can go in an IR spot, which is what you should do. But if you're not on CBS, then you have to police it or police your opponent. Moral of the story: Play play fantasy sports on CBS. There you go. Uh, Harrison Butker has been ruled out. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. That kills all my lineups. Shaq Leonard has also been ruled out. That one is a little more interesting. Yeah. Okay. More questions from Apple Podcasts from Tony in a town in Georgia that has the best team in college football. Yeah, they do. That would be Athens. Yep. Cool town. I traded McLaurin and Pollard for Najee Harris and Kyle Pitts. What? (laughs) Dude, invite... You see my handle. Reach out to me on Twitter. (laughs) Invite me to this league. I'll play it. A+. Uh, from no name, what do I do with Great. Zeke and Allen Robinson? Is there a player that I could package them up for and try to get? Or does everybody already understand that they are trouble? Zeke and Allen Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big believer in selling apps at their absolute floors, which is what you'd be doing right now by selling either of these two players. So I, I don't think so. I think the answer is no. You got to hold. 
Okay. Sorry, I'm just getting some injury updates here. Sure. Um, Josh Jacobs mispracticed with an illness. Hunter Renfro still out with a concussion. And Denzel Perryman, starting middle linebacker for them, is uh, out today with an ankle injury. Ooh. That's Friday. Okay, uh, from Anthobel. I just traded Drake London and Antonio Gibson for Kyle Pitts. I was the Cole Komet manager. What do you think about this trade, giving up London and Gibson for Kyle Pitts? This is a very, very interesting trade because in on the surface, it seems like you're buying low on Pitts, and that's an amazing thing to do because before the season, right, everyone loved Pitts. The tight end believers like myself are saying you can take him as early as mid to late round three. You weren't taking London there. You certainly weren't taking Gibson anywhere near there either. But what we've learned so far this season is Drake London is going to be a force all year, at least in my opinion. That seems completely obvious to me. His target share is amazing. His route percentage is amazing. And ultimately, what Arthur Smith said this week, the Falcons coach really stood out to me. He's like, look, if defenses are going to continue to play us the way they have been, and that means bracket coverage on Kyle Pitts, we are not going to force the football to Kyle Pitts. He's like, big games will come, blah, blah, blah. But the main thing he said was we're not forcing the ball into bracket coverage. So I still think Drake London is going to lead that team in targets and receptions and everything. So I kind of wouldn't do this deal. I know you get, you're hoping to get the tight end advantage there, and it might still happen. But, man, Adam, I feel horrible about all my Kyle Pitts shares. I, I, I don't feel like this is a clear buy low right now. I think it's a clear buy low. I just don't know that Drake London is a clear sell high. He might just be really yeah, good. Okay. You know, you think Pitts is a clear buy low though? You're I on, think so. Yeah. I mean, look, could, could his value get any lower? <laughs> <laughs> it could stay. You know, the, would you take him over Dallas Goddard? I think that's a oh, tough. Oh, tight end wise, yeah, of course. Well, with the way the Eagles' offense has been clicking, you know, I don't know. But upside wins championships. Yeah, I would still probably do that, and it should nobody should be shocked that this week. Drake London has 40 yards and Kyle Pitts finally gets going. But it's um, possible. Yeah, you know, that's that could be a back and forth all year. If they keep playing bracket if, at one point the teams start to cover Drake London with more. That's intent. a good question. Yeah, right. All right, from A team, 10 team PPR league, who should I start between Lamb, Waddle, Mike Williams, and Brandon Cooks? Sit one of them. Lamb, Waddle, Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks. Waddle, you obviously have to lock in. Williams, Brent, so Williams, look, if Chase Daniel plays, if they don't right. play Justin Herbert, I'm not worried about that. But Waddle, he's what? He's he's starting how many? How many were starting? He needs to sit one. Lamb, Waddle, Mike Williams, or Brandon oh. Cooks. Uh, I mean, if, if Herbert plays, I'm sitting Lamb. Okay. I was either going to say him or Cooks. Or Cooks, because that, that could be a gross, low-scoring game. But yeah, it's tough. You know, Cooks I don't should love be Lamb with Cooper Rush. I know he's funneling targets there, but they those are not good targets. I think that's a good call. I mean, you get 10 to 12 targets, two games in a row for Cooks going up against the Bears should be good. Yeah. All right, right. this is from uh, a new dad who listens every day with his newborn. Thank you. Zoe and two needs two flexes in a PPR. McLaurin, DJ Moore, London. Jeff Wilson, Juju, Damian Harris, Raheem Mostert. So for me, at least, I'm going to rule out all of these running backs to start in a full PPR, especially because they're the Wilson, Damian Harris, Mostert types who don't get targets anyway. Okay, so now I need two receivers from McLaurin, DJ Moore, London, and Juju. This, this is tough. I think I, I'm curious who you're going to go, Adam, because I think we might have completely different picks here. I'm, I'm going to go, go. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going London and Juju. I'm going London and Moore. Okay. But uh, don't feel confident in it. Don't either. Neither of us said McLaurin. <laughs> no, no. 
MD Juarez, 10-team half PPR league, three wide receivers and a flex. I traded Marquise Brown and Daryl Henderson for Mike Williams. Nice. Great trade. All right, from no name, I've started DJ Moore each of the first two weeks. I was able to add Drake London. Should I start London over DJ Moore? Wow, what a league. You got London off waivers. Impressive. Um, We just kind of went over this in the last one. I said yes, Adam said no. (laughs) Yeah, I go more. Uh, Yeah, we're split on this, but I think you can go either way. From TM Caps, if you had Cole Komet, would you trade away Austin Eckler and Amari Cooper? For Alvin Kamara no. and George Kittle. No, hell no. <laughs> yeah, We're trading for Alvin Kamara, who's injured, and Kittle, who's back for now, potentially, but probably not even yet. Jeez. And then, sorry. Well. You're so angry about it. I'm sorry to TM Caps. <laughs> well, we're trading two you, you didn't deserve. You didn't deserve that. Players. You didn't deserve that. I'm so sorry. That is right. You didn't deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, let's see. Bud Dupree has been ruled out for the Titans. Taylor Lewan has been ruled out for the Titans. Oof, that's not good. That offensive line is so gross. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're settling your league disputes. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football Today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. That is me hitting the wrong button ladies and gentlemen <laughs> and that is me playing the fantasy <laughs> the i thought you were just trying Cubs. to give yourself a round of applause for how great the host you are i do that after every show in a mirror so i don't need to do it out the air adam and dan back here to settle your league disputes with the fantasy cops here we go this one's from danny dear dangle jr garcia and jones sopranos characters just kidding. Reno 911. Reno 911. Uh, never saw that show. Really underrated. And the movie is so funny. I've heard. All right. 10 team, 1 QB, PPR, Dynasty League. A trade went through yesterday between two teams, and it threw our league into chaos. One of the owners is a massive Dolphins fan. He's bragged about having Tua in four other leagues, as well as Hill and Waddle in some leagues. So Tua was on waivers in this 10 team league, and uh, was picked up for $199 out of a $200 fab budget by a different manager. 
The Tua lover then proceeded to trade away Derrick Henry, Aaron Rodgers, a 2024 first-round pick, and $190 in fab to get back Tua and Elijah Mitchell. This is such a disaster. We have no veto process or anything like that. Most of the league members have no issue with it as their mentality is all trades are fine except collusion. However, there are a few who are genuinely upset that this could be a huge competitive shift in the league, and now everyone is going to want this type of return for their younger guys, making trading not likely to happen. Out of spite, two of the people against this then made a trade of Kamara for Sky Moore to prove a point, I guess. <laughs> I'm usually in the camp of as long as it's no collusion, the trade should stand, but I've never seen this level of lopsidedness in a trade before. What should we do? What a question, because I am also usually in the camp of no trade should ever be vetoed unless there's collusion. However, having said that, like I've mentioned before on podcast, there's there was once an issue in one of my leagues. I think Adam hates the story, but I'm telling it again. Or it looks like he really hates it. No, I'm good. If you're watching, I'm laying back. I'm actually really not feeling well today, so I'm struggling physically. I'm just chilling in my chair. Go ahead. Well, one time in a league I was in, we had an owner, we had a manager doing something similar, but it wasn't collusion. So what we eventually had to do was vote to to remove that manager from the league. He was too bad at fan. We decided he was too bad at fantasy <laughs> football to play in the league. And that decision, by the way, has been like laughed at and joked about for years now. And we're friends with a guy and it's, it's, it wasn't a decision. We, we are happy about, we, we regret it. Cause it wasn't nice. But the problem here is like, I want to still be a league where you don't veto things, but then you look at it like, wow, this really does screw up the competitive balance of the league because Derek Henry, Aaron Rodgers, a 2024 first, and it's the budget. So essentially the dude paid $9 in free agent money for Derek Henry, Aaron Rodgers, and a 2024 first round pick. He now has a massive rookie advantage. pick, by the way, it's a dynasty league. Oh, okay. A rookie pick. That's still amazing. Those things are worth insane. What was this guy doing just to get Tua? And why yeah. was Tua on the waiver wire in a in a dynasty? Yeah, that's another good question. There's just so much going on here that I don't understand. But like the Kamara <sighs> Sky Moore thing was just wild. That's that's the, okay. Trade. That one needs to be reversed immediately. Immediately, yeah. you cannot yeah. make a trade like that. Uh, just approve it to the rest of the league <laughs> trade. That that gets reversed. Yeah. I would let the other one stand because you know. I mean, like once upon a time. Isaiah Thomas signed Eddie Curry for like $50 million or no, uh, Jerome James. <laughs> and we had to live with it. We didn't have the commissioner step in and go, no, Isaiah Thomas is too bad at being a general manager. So I would let this one slide. But David Stern did once. Porter, in and yeah. The Lakers. The Chris Paul thing, ball. right? Was it, uh, I'm usually one to be like, no, reverse it. But like, what if Tua becomes amazing? What That's if he becomes thing. amazing Tua in a dynasty league? Like, yes. You know? So I think and it's Aaron okay. Aaron Rodgers is done. So this that's the thing. That's the main reason you can't reverse this. Aaron Rodgers is done. Okay. Those are, not done. Not done. You're going to regret that. He's retiring in a year or two. He's retiring in a year or two. All right. This is from Colin. He says, dear Giannis, Drew, Chris, and Brooke. Those are bucks. I'm the commissioner for a competitive family league that includes several generations of family members. I have a reputation of making good trades that can look like steals by the end of the year. The youngest manager is my 12-year-old cousin. He is by no means a bad manager. He finished eighth last year, but he's definitely the least experienced of the group. Said cousin has players I want to trade for, but I don't want to make a trade offer if my other family members think I'm taking advantage of his inexperience. Should I be more cautious in sending a trade offer to my 12-year-old cousin in this situation, even if it's the same offer I'd send to any other manager if they had the same team? 
It's a good and question. he has an example of a trade he'd make. It would be give Brandon Cooks and Daryl Henderson, Racine Pitts and Olave, which I think is I don't even know if you're winning that trade. So go ahead and send that one. Yeah, I, I think you are probably winning that, but it's close. It's really close. And that's totally fair to offer. I don't know. I'm a believer that you should just treat him like any regular member of the league. I think that's how he'd want to be treated. It's the best way he's going to learn. And, you know, he'll get better as time goes. Like you said, it's inexperience. And this is the experience he needs making trades. So I'm fine with it. Okay, last one from Noah Brenner. Baseball. Adam, this is actually a baseball question, but I couldn't find your baseball email. That's because it doesn't exist. (laughs) I'm in a head-to-head points league. We're now in the playoffs. I was late with setting my lineup by 10 minutes. My opponent agreed to allow me to swap out some players so we could have a true competitive match. However, the league manager flat out refused on the account that it broke the rules. This is a money league, but it's also a social league. We're all old high school friends now in our 50s. For context, the draft is live. It's an extremely casual event with a party atmosphere. Sometimes guys take 10 to 15 minutes to draft a single player. So I'm absolutely baffled as to why the league manager is now adhering to such cutthroat rules. I was hoping you and the crew could discuss. All right, he was 10 minutes late to set his lineup. His opponent said, it's fine. The league manager, the commissioner said, nope, can't do it. What do you think? I am so with Noah Brenner on this one. This is an awful decision. By Would you say manager. this is a Noah Brainer? <laughs> this is a Noah Brainer. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. That one was better than my earlier joke by far. Oh, sure. I'll yeah. Admit it. Well, that's obvious. But, yeah. but look, Noah, this is unfair. First of all, you guys are in your 50s now. This is a little much by the league manager. It was 10 minutes late. It's a social league. People are taking 15 minutes to make a draft pick. It's for fun. The other manager agreed. That's the key thing here. The guy you're facing agreed. If he had said, like, now I want you to play the bad guys that are benched and injured, then it's like, all right, I guess he's sticking to the rules. But this dude agreed. So this is a no, no a brainer for me. No <laughs> brainer. Yeah. Uh, I had a similar situation in the baseball league. I'm the commissioner. I remember when one of our. One oh, of yeah, our producers, <laughs> he missed he missed his lineup by by like an hour, and he got really bad at me for not letting him change it. And yeah, like I'll very say, personal. I'll say this, Noah, were you uh, respectful when you like stated your case to the league manager commissioner? Like, you know, I, I feel like all right, you know, this should be this should, I should be allowed to make these changes because the other manager agreed. Because let me tell you, the person who texted Adam, I, I wouldn't call that respect that he that he showed him. No, he was so mean about it. It was <laughs> hilarious. Um, all right, those are your Fantasy Cops questions. Thank you very much. Keep them coming in. These are emails from FantasyFootball at CBSI.com. Matthias Souza is in a half-point PPR league where you start three receivers. So pick three. Thielen, Aguilar, Burks, Noah Brown, Sterling Shepard. And would you play any of these over Zeke at Flex? Thielen, Aguilar, Burks, Noah Brown, Sterling Shepard. I'm looking at him now. I'm thinking about it. Um... We need three of these. Yeah, Aguilar is pretty interesting because Jacob- Jacoby Myers may not play. Thielen is the, is I'm definitely going with. I guess Burks. I'm so going bad. with. I don't like any of these players. I guess Burks is the only one if he's playing, if he's fully healthy and going. Thielen, I guess. Uh, no, I would not start any of these guys over Zeke. All right, so Thielen, Burks, and I would say Aguilar if Myers is out, and Sterling Shepard if Myers is. How'd in. you get to the point where you have to play three of these guys, man? I don't know. That's why he's open too. From Trey. Um, okay. This is a 2-0 and keeper league, four point per passing touchdown leagues. Should I trade Mahomes for Jalen Hurts? I cannot keep Mahomes anymore after this season, and I can keep Hurts for a ninth rounder 
next year with two more years after this season. I love this trade for you. I think there's a non-zero chance Jalen Hurts outscores Patrick Mahomes this year. Like, it's not probable, I would say, but it's definitely possible with the rushing floor and the rushing upside. Then you get to keep him for two more years after that. And it's four point. And and it's four point, right. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, I think you should probably, you know, can we get rid of non-zero chance and maybe make it more like a little (laughs) bit bolder? There's a... You hate non-zero chance. You hate anti-fragility. You hate all anti-fragility is ridiculous. No, it's not. Although I did read about it, <laughs> yeah, in, in stock right? market terms, and it does kind of make some sense. Okay, that's what I thought. Non-ze- <laughs> read about non-zero. I know. I think I know what non-zero. That one's easy. Okay. All right. This is from Brett. I have Nick Chubb. Should I trade Nick Chubb for Saquon Barkley in half PPR? Uh, this is a snap yes for me, Adam. Yourself? No, I'm gonna say no. I know you've been off the Barkley train forever. How good is Nick Chubb? I mean, come on, folks. He is the best running back in fo- pure running back in football. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be better than Barkley rest of the year in fantasy. He doesn't have as much ceiling from receiving upside. He does not. Half PPR, I'm taking Chubb. Full PPR, I'd take Barkley. It's fair. Um, all right. I will is- say this. I am higher on Chubb and Cooper and Nujoku and anyone that I've ever been after actually watching Jacoby Brissett last night. He was freaking good last night. I don't care what anyone says. All right, good. I'm glad you brought this up. I've ever seen. What? I'm glad you brought this up, and I'm glad you tweeted about his velocity because I was watching and thinking the same thing. He is throwing the ball as hard as he possibly can every time, basically, but he was just throwing fastballs. The one that went off Cooper's face mask. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So Jacoby Brissett played well. Mm -hmm. Geno Smith played well in week one. Right. Sam Darnold played well for four games last year. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff scored 20 or more fantasy points in three of the first four games in 2021. I do not believe it. I do not buy it. I think the biggest takeaway from yesterday's game is that the Steelers' secondary is awful. They have yeah. no pass rush without TJ Watt. They are a cake matchup. They have allowed four wide receivers to go over 95 yards. Chase, Cooper, Jacoby Myers, and Nelson Aguilar. Cooper just went over 100 yards in back-to-back games for the first time since 2016. I'm still I'm still going with the longer track record of Jacoby Brissett being really bad for fantasy. This is not the best wide receiver he's ever played with. I, I would say Cooper's right up there with T.Y. Hilton. And T.Y. Hilton had two bad years with Jacoby Brissett in between great years with Andrew Luck. So I'm just not buying it. I do think sell high. Of course, there's the Deshaun Watson thing for the last few games of the year. For the playoffs. So if you're 3-0 after this week and you have Cooper, then less of urgency to, to buy or to sell. But I don't know. I think a lot of people, I, mean, I got the sense from Dave and Jamie that they were more in on the Browns offense. I don't want to speak for them. I'm getting the sense from you as well. Yeah. And uh, I'm just not. I still think that they're going to be a really bad offense and they're going to be extremely run heavy going forward. So I, I understand the, the reservations for sure. I just feel like, for me, the big thing here is always Kevin Stefanski. I think he's one of the better play callers in the NFL. Watching that game, like when he takes the third and one shot down the field to Cooper, that's just genius play calling right there. You rarely see any, uh, you know, every any coordinator have the cojones to make that play. And there's such a good, you know, he's facing single. He got exactly the look he wanted. Cooper was wide open in the middle of the field. It's actually a great play call. So I just like watching that offense. I think they're going to throw more. I think they're going to be more efficient, I guess, in the passing game than expected. They might not throw as much as we want. Kevin, Kevin Stefanski has non-zero anti-fragile cojones, yeah. I would say. <laughs> Question from An- Angie. 
Need your advice. Whoa, whoa. What's that, Angie? That's Dang. Rolling Stones. Garrett Wilson or Christian oh, Kirk? Yeah, yeah. You couldn't tell? I didn't sound just like Mick Jagger there? No, you did not. Garrett Wilson or Christian Kirk? Um, Kirk. Kirk, yeah. From Alex. It's a tough matchup, but Kirk. Pick two of three. Juju, Garrett Wilson, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I'm not off the Juju train after one bad week. I still think he's going to be more involved like he was week one before they benched all their starters. So I'm Juju here, and I am, that's a tougher one, Wilson. From Brandon, two flex PPR league. I've got Aaron Jones, Jeff Wilson, and Kelsey starting. I need four more out of seven. Let's see, who are we eliminating? Let's eliminate Shepard, Shepherd and I'd say Higby. Yep. So let's get four of these five. Marquise Brown, Juju, James Robinson, Damian Pierce, and Devontae Smith. I would go Juju and Brown. You need four. Oh, I need four. I would go Juju, Brown, Robinson, and the Pierce-Smith one is tougher for me. I'm going Smith just because of the matchup. You're starting Robinson over Damian Pierce? Yes. Because I really am conflicted on that. I loved what I saw from James Robinson last week. I, I watched the breakdown of his touchdown run. He looked a lot like the same exact player he was when he broke out in fantasy, which is crazy off the Achilles. But because that's the main reason I faded him was because of the Acres Achilles and everyone else who came back from the Achilles. But he looked. Did you see that touchdown run? He looked yeah. like the old James Robinson. On uh, it. Unfortunately, it was one of his only good runs. I know. Yeah, it's a it's not a great run no, blocking offense. I don't really love Damian Pierce. I, I know Jamie yeah. says this is breakout game, and he's definitely got the opportunity. I mean, the Bears are not good. He got every running back carry last week, but you know who I compare it to? Who? Josh Jacobs against the Cardinals last week. Yeah, what did he get? 22, 24 of 28 uh, snaps, I think, or targets, or targets and carries, right? Whatever it was. He had 19. Yeah. I think he had 19 carries or something like that. You know? Right. And the thing is, if you're not involved in the passing game, then you, you right. still pretty much have to score. I don't know if Damian Pierce is going to be ripping off big runs. I got to see that first. So I love the opportunity. I, I think he'll have at least 15 carries against the Bears, which should be a you know good you're thing. Start, you know you're starting to sound like a little bit when you're saying things like not involved in the passing game. Who, you? Yeah. <laughs> what a novel idea. I'm aware of the value of that, by the way. Well, I know you're aware of it, but just remember, team, team receiver, team receptions here. Yeah. Uh, from Sean, my wide receivers are too good. I have Jefferson, and I can only start two of the next four. Drake London, Christian Kirk, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Thomas. Drake London. Receivers are too good. Jefferson, and I only get two of these. Kirk, for sure. Let's lock him in. Man, this is a tough call. And Michael Thomas Kirk is and one. Thomas, yeah. Kirk Michael Thomas, Thomas is one for me. So you're going Kirk over Cooks? Kirk over Cooks, Kirk over London, yeah. Okay. Basically, I would have probably Cooks and Kirk back-to-back one two okay no no i would have michael thomas two, one three, and then yeah. toss up between kirk and i Cooks. will say this though if, if kirk's if kirk is going to have a slower week which i'm not actually sure he will within this offense given how they've used him it will be against the chargers right. chargers defense looked legit on thursday this is from steve in a town north of seattle which he says is anchorage oh is that where uh is that where they film frazier <laughs> uh, larry dj kevin and robert is the greeting you got to know that, right? Larry, DJ, Kevin, and Robert. And there's a steal uh, by Bird. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, Kevin McHale, Larry Bird. Dennis uh, Johnson, and Robert Parrish. I knew, yeah. I knew that was a pretty good, I think that was a pretty good impression, by the way. Just, just say. This is all, this is all before my time. 
You don't know that famous clip? And there's no, a I steal by bird. <laughs> just for myself. For the impression. Is that it? No, that was just another applause for you? Yeah, yeah, for the impression. Okay, uh, the question is, we need three of the following. DJ Moore, Kyle Pitts. Somebody's at my house right now, and I have no idea who it is. Very, very curious. You know what's so funny, Adam? You finally got your air conditioning fixed in your house. <laughs> it's winter. It's cold. Yeah. I think that would have affected the heat, too, so. Oh, God. You might have not ate this. Yeah. DJ Moore, Pitts, what Robbie Anderson. <laughs> All right, pick three. DJ Moore, Kyle Pitts, Robbie Anderson, Traylon Burks, Cleo Herbert, Ramondre Stevenson. I hate when you do it that fast. I'm just going to have to look back at the email. All right, we're starting Moore and Pitts. Pick one. Robbie yeah, Anderson, yeah, yeah. Traylon Burks, Khalil Herbert, Ramondre Stevenson. Burks for me. Yeah. From Mike, grade the trade, 10 team, PPR. Give up Stefan Diggs and Antonio Gibson. Get okay. Jamar Chase and J.K. Dobbins. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm in on this one. I Before the season, I'm certainly in on this one. Now, I'm out because I don't know when teams are going to stop playing too high against the Bengals. But for now, the game plan against the Bengals offense is for the first two weeks, has been, and will continue to be, don't let them beat you over the top. And that directly affects Jamar Chase. I know he had a really good week one because T. Higgins was out and the targets were funneled there. But as Adam said on our last show or one of our last shows, when Higgins is in, he's a completely different receiver for you. And Diggs, on the other hand, is not someone who's easy to stop, as we saw you know, no. on Monday night. So I don't think I'm doing this. I also think I'd rather Gibson than Dobbins at this point. Okay, I'd be tempted to do it because I think I, I think in the second half of the year, Dobbins is going to be a lot better than Gibson. And I, Diggs and Chase I mean, will be pretty close. I want Dobbins to... I love Dobbins as a talent before the injury, but I want him to prove that he can still be... I need to see it, man. This is from Jack. Dear Vince, Mike, and Matt, I traded DK Metcalf for Brees Hall in a 12-team PPR league. Yeah, look, I I don't hate this. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I still believe that Brees Hall can be potentially a league winner down your stretch or at any point if Michael Carter gets hurt. And as for, Le I mean, sorry, not Lamb. As for um, Metcalf, he was just on my avoid list to begin the season. He'll continue to be on that list. I don't want any piece of that offense. They're at this point averaging, they're on pace to have the lowest plays, offensive plays in per game in the in maybe the history of the NFL. It's like 47 and 46. <laughs> and they weren't so that only, much better last year. And they weren't that much better last year. And a lot of those are run plays. Yeah. So I just don't want that. Um, who is my, who are Vince, Mike and Matt? Um, Vince McMahon, Mike McMahon and Matt McMahon. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think this is wrestling. <laughs> no, why? Cause I Googling it. Oh, okay. Actually, I, I really have no idea. All right, Dan, let's do some YouTube question. What's up, YouTube? Hit us up. What do you got? Oh, wait, Zach, Zach has big breaking news for us. Our producer, Zach Brook. Uh -oh. I don't know if he wants to come in or you want me to read it, Zach? Want to come on in the, uh, the show? Let me get you on the stream. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. There he is. Big news. Yeah. Apparently, Taylor Swift is doing the Super Bowl halftime show. I thought that was just a rumor. Now it's locked in? Apparently, for variety. Wow. So. so now the question is, what two teams will be competing on the opposite ends of Taylor Swift's performance. Bill's Eagles. My, my big question is, is there anyone in the world right now who cares less about this than me? Uh, no, but because I actually like Taylor Swift. I mean, I don't really like, I'm not like a Swifty or whatever. I don't I'm know what they a, call them. 
But uh, I, I appreciate, I like her. She's very talented. This will be a good halftime show. And she's Chris, a nice, talented narcissist. What's that? There's a beef between Dan and Taylor Swift. There's, there's no there beef. Is. It's just like I don't I don't like when there's these people who like everyone gets so obsessed with like what is Taylor Swift really that great? Yes. And you know what? I think if, if you have a daughter, you'd much rather her be worshiping That's Taylor Swift point. than, right. you know, yeah. well some said. of the other acts then, out there. So I appreciate Taylor yeah, Swift. Okay. I respect that. Yeah, get Good the thing. hell out of here, Dan. <laughs> I just don't care that she's performing at the halftime show. Give me like Eminem again. I what, if what if she's listening right now? And she's logged up. She doesn't care about me. We just lost a viewer. I bet that was Taylor Swift. <laughs> Zach Brooke, by the way, is I think if there's something going on on social media, the most likely person in our company to know about it. hundred percent. Yeah. He's <laughs> thank you, Zach. Sure. All right. Let's get some YouTube questions here to end the show. I love Taylor Swift. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. That was unfair of me. I know everyone loves her. I was a contrarian take. Dan doesn't listen to, to music. He's not a music fan. I listen to a lot of music, but not Taylor Swift. But I will try to be better. I will try to be better moving would, forward. Would you start Jerry Judy if he plays? Yes. Yes. All right, let's pick two in half PPR, two wide receivers, and two flex. Okay, so pick four. Chase okay. Pittman. It's going to be them, I think. <laughs> and then oh two God. flex, uh, McLaurin, Bateman, Judy, Brown, Garrett Wilson, these are all wide receivers? Bateman. I guess that's Marquise Brown, and I would go Marquise if that's Marquise well, Brown. Well, I'd go Judy, wouldn't you? I'm a Bateman boy, so Bateman. All right. Or are you saying, oh, Judy over Brown? I would what go Judy saying? over Bateman and Brown, personally. Okay. Um, I'd just go Judy over Brown, but I know uh, the at matchup. Some, at some point, I feel like I'm probably downgrading McLaurin a little bit too much. <laughs> Chase and Pittman are easy. Why? He's he's not bad. He's Terry McLaurin. I do think he's going to get Darius Slain. And this is going to be going to get Darius Slain. And this is also going to be the game where this Washington offense comes way back down to earth. Yeah. All right. Hey, Adam, do you like Marcus Mariota over Tom Brady this week? Ooh, good question. I'm going to say no, but I could totally see it. Yeah. I think uh, I think Dave James have him ranked ahead of Brady. Uh, I don't hate it. Not like unlike Taylor Swift, he does not hate it. I won't ever phrase it. I don't hate Taylor Swift. I just don't love the hype. And I just, I just, if she's playing at the Super Bowl, it's like not great for me. I want to hear like a cool band that I like to listen to. All right. Give me your Super Bowl headliner. Like who's playing at the Super no, Bowl? No, nobody likes the music I like. Like My Morning Jacket is my favorite oh, band. Oh, please. The Super Bowl. You never even heard of that. I, of course, I've heard of My Morning Jacket. Chris Towers uh, thinks they're better than Aerosmith. This is the worst take. They are ever. better than Aerosmith. Right. You probably know three Aerosmith songs. They're a clearly cut, clear cut, better band than Aerosmith. And every <laughs> better guitar, better. Drums. Oh my God, are you crazy? You ever heard guitar of Joe is Perry? Not even a you don't even know who Joe Perry is. You don't even know what you're saying. This is I one of the greatest that. lead guitarists in American history. No way is the Aerosmith guitar is one of the greatest. What songs do you know by Aerosmith? I don't want to miss a thing. Is it the only Aerosmith song you know? There's a few others, only the ones that are like okay. popular. So yeah. Don't, you're embarrassing yourself. All right, you are embarrassing yourself <laughs> for saying that the Aerosmith lead guitarist is the best, one of the best lead guitarists of all time. He Have is. Have you heard of Wayne Allman? For Christ's sake! Well, you heard they could both, Allman? they could both be on that list, you know. He, I'm just embarrassed to believe that you even believe he can hold a candle to Dwayne. Of course Allman. he can. He's Joe Perry. He's incredible. All right, Clyde Edwards Zeller is my RB one. Who should I start at RB two? Cam Akers, Ramondre Stevenson, or J.K. Dobbins? Um, oh, Henderson. Sorry, Henderson, Acre. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah, Henderson. Henderson. 
I guess Akers took a lot of huge share, but let's be honest. Akers did get a lot of touches last week, but Henderson was a lot more productive with every touch and he got the red zone score. So Henderson, who'd you rather have going forward? Cooper or Montgomery? Cooper for me. I'm sure you're on Montgomery, right? Cause you were just talking about Cooper. Yeah, I guess I'm on Montgomery. Can we wait to determine after David Montgomery's game this week? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I did a trade Daryl Henderson and Julio Jones for DK Metcalf. Do you think I won this trade? I guess I don't really like anyone in this deal. Henderson would be the guy I kind of like the most, but I'm off on Metcalf, man. I don't want to start him. I don't want him in my lineup. He's going to have blow up weeks, but it's going to, when are they going to happen? I don't know. I think I'd probably do it. Will they even happen too? Yeah. He's going to have some good weeks. 12 team PPR, pick a flex Dotson, Mooney, Singletary, or Julio. If he plays. Okay. Dotson, Mooney, Singletary, or Julio. If he plays, why do I want to say Mooney and just be so contrarian? Because I just feel like there's such a, a squeaky wheel gets grease potential for Mooney here. Um, I'm going to go Mooney. I don't care. I'm doing it. Unless you hear that Julio is going to be limited. If he does play, then I'm playing him. Yeah, I just don't think he's playing. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Choose three. Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Brandon Cooks, Mike Williams, Chris Olave, Jamar Chase, and Amon Rizzi. Really? Wow. So Chase and Amon Ra, you just lock right how in. Do you, how do you put those two last, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> and Mike Williams would be my third. Yeah, yeah same. What a, what a core. What a receiver core. James Robinson or Jeff Wilson? I'm going to take Wilson. Fine. Castaway, terrible movie. Terrible movie? That's a good movie. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say terrible, but it's not a movie I have any desire to ever see again. I, I wouldn't either. It's a novelty movie. You got to see it once and done. Jacoby Myers or Elijah Moore at Flex, half PPR. Well, I don't Myers know if Myers is going to play. Yeah, I don't know if Myers is going to play, so it has to be more. Last question here. Higgins, Bateman, Garrett Wilson, Jacoby Myers, and Judy. Hmm. Just I'll, I mean, Higgins is the easy one here. Who'd be number Let's two? Let's just start two? one. Who would be number two for you? Oh, two for me would be Bateman. Two for me would be Judy if he plays. If not, I guess I'd go... Garrett Wilson. I'm off Bateman this week. Unless we're talking about the replacements. In which case, love Bateman. You'd have Great never movie. seen the movie. Oh, you have seen the I've movie. I've obviously seen the replacements, Adam. You haven't, you've seen five movies. I have not seen many movies, just like you haven't seen many of the best dramas of all time. So, there's a give and a take here. Okay. Thank you for watching, everybody. Appreciate it. Have an awesome weekend. We'll talk to you Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern with an injury update. 11.30 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. We have our live stream on YouTube. Check us out there. For Dan and Zach, I'm Adam. Later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.